Good morning. I'm Byron Fayette. It is 4 February 2021, and as I contemplate ritual suicide as a means of atoning for last night's doomed marriage of Irish beer and Korean soju, I note that on this day, in 1797, earthquake in Ecuador, 40,000 casualties, $6 in property damage. 1969, this day, Yasser Arafat wraps a tablecloth from Pizza Hut around his head and proclaims himself chairman of the Palestinian Liberation Organization. 1974, the Symbionese Liberation Army kidnaps Patty Hearst in Berkeley, California. The Hearst family says, keep the crazy hippie. 2004, Facebook founded. It remains a colossal failure because... Founder Mark Zuckerberg only created it in the hopes he'd get lucky with the ladies. Billions of dollars later, he still goes home to a jar of petroleum jelly and his life-size inflatable Captain Kirk doll. Born today, 1902, Charles Lindbergh, greatest pilot until Chuck Yeager. Born this day, 1959, Taku Sugimoto, Japanese sumo wrestler. Born this day, 1980, Raimonds Vakulis, Latvian sumo wrestler. On the way, self-serving veterans and those who selflessly serve veterans. I do belong to that small fraternity of American guys who, working toward a college education or running from the law, endured the rite of passage known as military basic training. That's eight weeks of no booze and no sex. Well, there was a quick three minutes in the gun locker with another recruit. Whether it was booze or sex involved will be left to speculation. Those who endured that entry-level military crucible are revered and misunderstood by those who didn't take the oath, regarded as stalwart, stoic warriors, even though many of us barely qualified on the rifle range. You leave basic training with funny stories, bad knees, and two lifelong privileges, the right to a free meal at Golden Corral every Veterans Day, and the right to hold in contempt anyone who wore the uniform without having endured the push-ups, chin-ups, harassment, barbarism, and character building that is the prerequisite, or should be, to marching in the dress blues. So I note with no small amount of displeasure that it's the birthday of one of Uncle Joe's sons, Hunter Biden. Now, he entered the Navy with privilege and a direct commission, That means no manly initiation required. And a coke habit. He left the military with and because of the same coke habit, privilege intact. But he served the country. Well, no, say those who actually did. He served himself. It was a politically arranged appointment to try to resurrect an easy life he diligently run upon a reef. Uncle Joe, who himself had dodged the draft, advised Baby Hunter that he needed a service record to ensure a future in politics just as Uncle Joe urged his other son to enter the Army on a direct commission. And that means no training, just a trip to an expensive tailor to make sure the uniform fits like an Armani suit. I don't relish the fact that Bo Biden died young of non-military complications, but nor do real veterans, committed veterans, relish the sanctimonious talk of his father declaring his opportunistic late son as a war hero when he was merely padding his political resume. Self-serving service? Not a monopoly of Democrats. Many of all parties have been guilty, but the recent elections highlight the hypocrisy of those who salute the flag with one hand while giving the finger to it with the other. Buttigieg. Navy officer, we're told. Suspiciously, given a direct commission after working for Uncle Joe, 
He got to wear a pretty white uniform, got an intelligence job based, we are told, on his stellar qualifications of having studied literature at Harvard. You can bet he struck terror into the hearts of Isis with his heartfelt recitations of Emily Dickinson. The only reason I'm taking this up is that not once did the media over the last year take it up. We were led to believe that Bo and Pete were as selfless as Cincinnatus. Hunter, too, when they were less competent than most incompetent 90-day wonders. A scant 35 years ago, presidential candidate Gary Hart, for similar fakery, was given a keel-hauling by the media. When that media was indeed the fourth estate, and not the state-run propaganda agency of our current times. Now, there is one direct commission group, respected in the military, doctors, dentists. They put on the uniform, they eschew profitable practices, to serve for a modest military salary. Most old salts, jars, and grunts will agree that those folks gave us better care than we often find in the civilian world. By the way, it's the birthday of the USO, United Services Organization. Let's not forget that group that's provided and still provides entertainment to U.S. servicemen around the world. I really can't see myself in the old days lighting a Zippo as the Andrews sisters sang Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy at a camp in Europe, but it meant a lot to our guys in World War II, thanks to the USO. For me, the USO airport lounge was the best part, even when I had a gold card that entitled me to martinis and a fruit plate in the airline lounge, I usually skipped that in favor of the USO. A clean cot and homemade cookies was always the better choice. Besides, pre-9-11, you could carry your own liquor without fear of being placed on the no-fly list. I'm Byron Fayette, reminding you to drink at home. It's cheaper, it's safer, and the bed doesn't contain the last guy's cookie crumbs.